you know, I've got hope here because the right. Bungles are the Bungles. They're going to figure out a way, I think, to turn, lose this football game. You know, Byron, I have to have faith in that. I'm glad you have faith. I have hope, too. Cope's got hope. But the Bungles uh, today are de defining why I call them the Bungles. They're worse than the Bungles. <laughs> and I didn't invent that name. Glenn Shilley, who used to write for the Pittsburgh Press, he, he first called them the Bungles. And I wasn't too proud to pick up on it. <laughs> you're going to trade Shifley. It uh it is on the table, I'm pretty sure. I talked to um, my partner yesterday. He's like the 25th ranked center or something like that. I looked at him to see if to make you an offer and all three of my shitty centers are better than him. <laughs> Jack, but I'll make you an offer for one of your centers too. Taking them, the taking offers. He's going to come back uh you know, he's going to come back to norm, so he, he, that means his second half here is going to be huge. Uh, hey, he's in case, though, dude. <laughs> this isn't penalty med. This isn't penalty med time anymore. He doesn't get benefits for all his penalty meds. No. Nah. Well, well, let's see. Uh, he's uh, Shifley. Where's he at? And he missed. I think he missed. Um, he missed some games early in the season. JT Miller also is. You know, we could probably be talked into JT Miller. So there are five free agent centers above Shifley. In terms of total points? Yeah, in terms of MHL scores, including uh, Adrian Kempe, yeah. who I got to watch for three seasons when he played for the Ontario Reign. But look at, look, at that, uh, look at that game total. He's got 35. Most of these other ones have 40. What 42. is it about you and guys in few, not playing very many games? Yeah. Like I said, he he well, he's on the Canadian team, and they went fucking batshit up there. So, and I think he missed some games early in the season due to injury or COVID. So uh, you got to work on your sales pitch here, Mike. This isn't going so well. <laughs> yeah, it good. really isn't. But this is good. Yeah. I like it. No, you know, hey, that it, value it, is dropping at second by second. It's your loss, not ours. We can hold them. We can take, keep them next year. I will be looking for a center. For the, you you want for the playoffs? Um, we can talk JT Miller too. Look at him; he's right there. Hey, he's he's much more valuable. Yeah, right now. He, he became the Pedersen of that team. He's played seven more games than uh, than Shifley, and he's and how many more points? A hat trick. Uh, he's coming off a hat trick week, I think. So your, who's your backup to Larkin, Dave? Oh, Granlund? Yeah, I got the dude for uh, Nashville and just a rookie for Florida. I, I think I need like a number one center well, so that Larkin's, I can Larkin, Larkin as a backup. Yeah, well, but he's top. He's sixth out of centers. That's out of 16 teams in our league. That's pretty good. Yeah, I'm just nervous trusting a, a player on Detroit in the playoffs. You know what I mean? Good point. Yeah, because he'll he'll probably revert the norm in the second half as well. So, so I, I just need another option. That's all. But there's a number of guys out there, and I think I could. I'll be talking, but not yet. It's it's still too early. Well, let's see how the money went this week. The Moon Hockey League weekly money winners this week was the Freezer Burn with thirty point six points. Second place money went to Doctor Hog and his big zero point two point win over Bree de La Fontaine with a score of twenty nine point eight. So it's kind of a that bummer Kip's not here. I was looking for that uh, really extremely bitter podcast tonight. But. Does, that, does that hurt, Dave? Does that feel so, bad? Kip ranked up uh, a huge lead early. In he fact, I, I pretty much gave up on the week midweek. I'm just like, he's way too far ahead. And every guy's 
scoring for him. And then like come Friday, Saturday, my team was coming back and I was like, Oh shit, this is a lot closer than I was expecting. And in fact, I was watching the Tampa Bay uh, Vegas game Saturday night and it went to a shootout. And if, it, if Tampa Bay wins then I take the lead and fucking Vasilevsky just was shit in the shootout. You know, Mr. Uh, Vezina Trophy, he did not play well at all, and they lost. So that was pretty much the difference. That doesn't count against you, though. The shootout loss doesn't count against you. Yeah, but he didn't get a win. Oh, okay. That's oh, what I was hoping for. Okay. But, uh, hey, I was just happy to, to make it close, Kate, because he was having a great week. You should trade Larkin for McDavid straight up. Look at that. Larkin outscored him. <laughs> uh, he'd have to throw in a draft pick. <laughs> Would he ever part with McDavid? No. He drafted him when he was 12. <laughs> yeah, not before he's 30. He's raised him since he's been in diapers. 10 more years. Nah, he'll never part with McDavid. Well, I'm going to work on my pitch better than Mike's and see how I can see what happens there. <laughs> Jason wins the money. Very uh, even performance. So his team's so interesting. He was, what, 4-0 and and then lost seven in a row now or whatever it was, and I think he's back on a winning streak now. Yeah. Team's good though. He's got His a good team, team is good. He's, he scores points. Let's see, uh, we should probably look at the power rankings. Yeah, we should look really at the power is. rankings to really uh, set Mike off here. Well, just hold on. Before you go there, stay stay right there, Jack, and just circle circle that points for Bay, uh, the last place Lenor Deke. Oh, you mean I thought you meant and the first place Breedalof? No, okay, no, okay. No, no, we can come back with Dave. This will be Dave's show, but you can circle that Lenor Deke at 334.5, number one in the in our division in scoring, but yet last in in um, in the record. So we're just getting fucked on the timing of these games and the you know who we play. We've got a solid team. We've got two great centers uh, that uh, you know a lot of teams might want. Jack, this segment needs a an intro. It does because he, he, we get we, we get this every week. <laughs> Our team scores points. We lose games. I don't know what you want to call it, but it needs an intro. Like tease Musala and Lay Nordique's regrets. <laughs> he has so many regrets. A lot of regrets. Not you know, hey, Mike. You need to look forward and quit looking it back. It, it it is what it is in terms of this. The the most solid is oh that's going to be a regret that I carry with me for for a long time. <laughs> Mike T whines about the power ranking again. <laughs> I looked for a most I looked for a most solid. It was uh, he did score a goal. He actually had a goal and assist against Morocco today. Today's the thirtieth, but the announcers were just horrible. Were they English or Arabic? it was it was English and it was just. Completely, oh, Salah knocks it in, kind of. <laughs> I was like, well, that's not really worth our podcast. They were probably calling the game from a studio in England. I don't think they were at the game. Yeah, yeah. that's what I got from it, too. It's like they're watching this on TV, which could be a fun podcast for us, right? So watch some women's hockey that way or something. Hey, did, I just saw that uh, the Toronto No Hockey trade with the floppers. Did it actually go through? Uh, yeah, I think that uh, that involves a 2023 draft pick now. Oh, okay. So now I got to I got to start mount, uh, keeping track of draft picks two years out. So was it a second rounder in 2023? I think it might have been a first rounder. Oh, Danny got upped. Wow. All right. Well, he tried to give him the 20, the first rounder next year, but that didn't work. All right. So what was the trade? Who did he get? Uh, it was Quinn Hughes is who he got. For a first-round pick in 2023. Yeah. That's smart trading for draft picks, like, really far away, because like, yeah. we could all be dead by then. Yeah. yeah. Yep, that's true. That's true. I might start trading everything in 2025 and beyond. <laughs> that's, 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 my, that's my high water mark for a living. <laughs> and then drop, drop out of the league in 2024. Cornwall's had COVID for the fourth time by then. I, I don't plan to be in the country in 2024, so we'll give up a bunch of draft picks that year. Ooh, where, where are you moving to? Is this breaking news? Uh, no, I just don't want to be in this shithole of a country in 2024 when it's going to become even a bigger shithole with all this political garbage. So uh, not that I'm negative. So I've, I'm thinking I'm going to do Australia, New Zealand, Europe, and Canada. Dude, have you been, have you seen Australia recently? You can't yeah. even at your door without. Um, 
I'm not, I'm not going to go cancel culture on Australia, Glenn. So was it true that when the truckers all showed up in Ottawa yesterday that Trudeau escaped to the United States? Are you serious? Yes. I, I saw stories about that last night. I heard that they simply, his schedule said he was simply in the greater uh, capital region. What happened? So that there was that gigantic truck, truck convoy that was going across Canada. They were all, they were protesting the mandate for truckers to get vaccinated, but it kind of grew into just an anti-mandate protest across the country. Um, and they had truckers coming from Vancouver, from Nova Scotia. There was just like this. They, and at one point they said it was what, 70 kilometers long, this convoy. Um, and, uh, and anyway, so they were all going to show up in Ottawa, which they did yesterday. Cause I saw, you know, all this great footage of in front of the parliament building where we were and all the, I mean, the streets were just jam packed with people and trucks and stuff like that. And, uh, and then there was a story that he, uh, left and went to the U S why would he come here if it's such a shithole? Mike? <laughs> I don't know that he has. So I don't know. I, I, I didn't know if it was true or not. Um, cause it seemed very convenient. Right. But, um, yeah, that seems a little odd. Yeah. You sure he wasn't underneath the um, Fern Hollow Bridge? Little, little Pittsburgh joke. So did you see? Did you guys see the uh, Nova Scotia? What they did? They banned. They banned. Uh, they put an emergency order in to ban anyone from sitting on the side of the highway. Yes. Well, that was in place from a while ago, and they apparently reenacted. They restated it or something. So if you guys are seriously going, I may just make the trip to go there because uh, I want to be somewhere in Halifax or wherever, just torture some people up there. <laughs> government. You're not allowed to sit on the side of a highway? They, they, so all the people, you know, this whole trucker thing that was going across Canada, people were going out and waving a flag, shooting fire, oh. waving. So they're on their way from Ottawa to Nova Scotia or wherever. They banned people from being on the, on the side of the road. <laughs> What the hell is going on? Yeah, I, I'm. I, I was. I was hopeful two weeks ago about Canada. I'm very. I'm very not hopeful about Canada at the moment. They're, well, this uh, is good. Maybe the people are taking the country back, and by March they'll have it, and we'll be able to go. Well, and that's kind of the hope, right? Yeah, that's kind of the hope that. Uh, yeah. So this one says he was. It didn't. Uh, so this story says he was just taken to an undisclosed location in Ottawa. Anyway, it's pretty funny. Maybe. Maybe it was that Irish bar we were at. Yeah, could be. <laughs> well, he made a stupid. Not far from the Capitol building. He made such a stupid comment like midweek and called all the truckers fringe. I was like, yeah. dude, if you want to guarantee an extra like hundred thousand people show up, call them fringe. Yeah. That'll uh, that'll uh, get people fired up. But what I don't understand is why not just go strike? You know, they, they made, what was it seven? They did a GoFundMe page and they got $7 million in like a week. Just, just like yep. take a week or two off and, and see how they, how the country runs without truckers. Well, and they said whoever was running that page released like a million dollars to give to truckers so they could get fuel. So to reimburse okay. them for fuel and all that sort of That's stuff. Cool. Yeah. So I'm not sure how they're tracking people down to give them money, but. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, so tough loss for Dave. Didn't uh, didn't put me away quite yet. You didn't help out, Jack. You're supposed to beat uh, Andy. Yeah, I had a terrible week. This is the week, Jack. Yeah, I, mean, I know. If you don't beat me this week, yeah, it's, it's four up with like what five to go. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I don't think I have much hope on the on the division, even if I do beat you this week. But because my team's just not very good, but. You still are in prime position for our wild Sneaking card. Sneaking for though. a wild card, yep. Yep. You know, Lay Nordique's schedule is just going to get tougher from here on out. So, <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, I'm just looking at that point total and not having, <laughs> not having high hopes for you, Jack. We never did pull in the power. You know what, Mike? I, I really don't worry about it. It's, wins, it's a wins and loss league. I've, it, uh, it is definitely a wins and losses league, but there's – Says the guy in the twelfth position yep. in the power rankings. Yeah, yeah, but it's about all. It's about when you play well, right? Yeah. You don't want to hear Jack complaining about this. You know, when you get when when Pat has that cup on his uh, in his house with five Lee Nordique slash Joshua trees, you can come and give me shit. <laughs> what does breakdown mean in the power rankings? So breakdown is um, what your record is against everybody if you had played them. So, oh, okay. yeah, so like you would be three, 10 and you've played the floppers three times. 
you're three and zero, but you would have beat them. You'd be ten and four if you played them every week, and so it okay. adds it all up. So you were 140 and 70. That, that's so your breakdown's good. not as good as your win loss record. That's a six sixty six. That's pretty solid. It's not as good as eleven and three though. It's the uh, is that the number one though? Is he is he have sixteen all sixteen points in breakdown? No, or I don't. Else have? I'm, I'm third. You're third in breakdown. So somebody you're else first is, in breakdown, Mike. Glenn's never, first, Andy's second. It just proves as a hockey team you don't need to get vaccinated. <laughs> <laughs> so Glenn, who are you playing this week? Multiple times. Oh, Glenn, you're early or Copain's have an early lead on you. Yeah, he came out of the gate pretty hard. Nordiques came out hard too. It's a long week. Or month. we actually have we have two more from uh, from Shesterkin, so that's really nine nothing. This one's a marathon though. Yeah, yep. that sure is. Has has Mogden lost since he's been a? No, I think that's why he's not changing the team name yet. Doesn't want to ruin the mojo. Um, so no, he must have lost. No, he must have lost. He yeah, lost he's like yeah. a two-game streak. He must have lost one somewhere three weeks that's ago. Tough. I can't wait to hear what his name is. It must be great because he's been working on it for weeks. He, um, I think he's holding it again because they. Oh, I guess we, they have lost the. He won yesterday. He was showing me the score. He won by like less than a point this week, I believe. So he lost to Jerry in week twelve. That's the only one. Though. Okay. Yeah. No. Yeah. Well, he's enjoying it. He's he, he's having he's having fun. Was he the owner when that team beat the Nordiques thirteen point eight to thirteen? That was a defensive struggle. <laughs> yeah, that would. I mean, that was a COVID he, week. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, there were some scores that week. Jenga time and Kamloops for sure. Yeah, yeah, some low, some high. But it, it's showing our scores. Oh, that's the wrong. I looked at the wrong week. Yeah. there. sorry about that. Speaking of Toronto, no hockey. Is he? Were there any uh, pickups, drops this week? Didn't, uh, he a, didn't he do a shit ton? I just played it, didn't I? Mm-mm. No. Oh, didn't I play it? No. Yeah. Well, here it is. And now this week's Toronto no hockey transaction tracker. The count is at fifty-two. This puts TNH on a pace of seventy, or one shenanigan-filled trade from hitting the over. Oh, it's close. So it is close. I think he's going to go heavy toward the end. Well, when when's the deadline on moves? Uh, the what when rosters are due for week nineteen. <clears throat> My favorite Toronto no hockey pickup was the Eric Carlson pickup this week. Yeah, yeah. After it was announced Carlson's been out, he's going to be out for how many weeks? A lot. Basically, the rest of our season, I think. I don't know, how old is Carlson? Fifty-two, fifty-three, <laughs> thirty-one. So not old enough yet. Mm. Yeah, uh, damn. I, that would have been, been a smart play for next yeah. year. But I thought he was definitely older than that. That that's not that old. I, I mean, I think I drafted him when he was eighteen, eighteen or nineteen. Yeah. He's I had him from when he was a teenager. This could be good for my uh, old man Rivers, Brett Burns. Get a little extra ice time. Well, March fifteenth. When do our playoffs start? Probably the beginning of April. Because we've got because oh, okay. we this week goes to the end of February and there's four weeks after that so he gets him back if if he comes back it says at least until March fifteenth yeah because the, the last games are what April 29th or April thirtieth could be a shrewd pickup but we know he's going to drop him in about three hours <laughs> yeah. that should be the bet as if it happens during this podcast <laughs> last game starts on March twentieth. He's already thinking to that last week. He's thinking playoffs. He's in. He's he's a game out or two games out of the wild card. And he has a couple of high scores. So, well, and the two teams in the wild card ahead of him are below him in scoring. I mean, well below him, Jerry and I. He's only a game behind Jerry and me. Let's see. Is it head to head first or is it points? Um, it's well for wild card. It's if it's like if it's a two way, then it's head to head. Then it's conference record. Then it's points. If it's three way, and it's not a, and one of them doesn't have the head head on the other two, then it's skip the head head and go conference. Okay. So and then points. That's not going to help Mike's point. Nope. To, you know, he's really looking for the points for. Yeah, that three uh, and five right. in a division, and you're two and four elsewhere. So we're we're, we're out of it. Not, but not when Shrifley comes back. 
We're, um, we'll lead you to the promised land. No, nah, no, nah, no. Nah, we're, we're out of it. Uh, but we have a relatively solid scoring team. Mike, have you thought about the fact that you should probably get that cup back pretty soon? <laughs> or taking it up to Canada. Pat's dominating the time of possession with a cup, I believe. It doesn't seem to be you know, working out well for you guys. I think having it sit on a shelf immobile for months at a time is not what it's used to. What was your record, Mike, when you had the cup versus Pat? <laughs> well, let's see. Well, that was – he got it that week that you were in town, so I don't even think the season had started yet. Well, you've already lost yeah. in week one. But Pat's had it all season. Yeah, because when were you in town? When did you play Oakland, Glenn? Uh, that September? I think it was late September, maybe October. Yeah, so it may yeah. have been for the season. Well, Mike, then I think you need to get it back. If Pat's had it the whole season and you're five and nine, that's a sign. Yeah, I think he's just bad yeah. juju. Yeah, he's killing your team. Yep. Yeah, I think it's time to cut him too. Yep. See, I, I don't know how I feel if I got it back and we go on a win streak, but we um, we lose ground in the power rankings. I, that just <laughs> wouldn't sit well with me. I don't think. What did I? What would I talk about every week? Yeah, you don't want to be. I'm sorry, good, Dave. What if your team needs a little, you know, power boost here at the end, or else you'll get the Bree de la Fontaine name next year? <laughs> Maybe you should get it back for that. Can you trade away those rights, or like, can I trade a first round pick not to have the Bree de la Fontaine? Actually, yeah. I think that should be. You can trade me a first round pick, and I right? pass it on to you. Well, I think it would be any. I don't get it. I don't think it's your choice anymore. The league is voted. That's what I mean. Yeah, it's is not your a, property yeah. anymore. It's league no, property. It's, it's, I think it's the person who has the name that can. Who gets it today? I, I, I'll take draft picks to not pass on to you. I don't think you get a choice, Dave. That would be. That's just. Yeah, I don't think the team that's giving it away gets a choice. Yeah, that that's illegal gamesmanship. It's one yeah. of the more contentious polls we ever had. So we kind of want to kind of want to respect it. It was like a ten-six win or something. <laughs> So is the lefties who 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 would be the rightful owner of it today? The lefties, um, okay. yeah, Warren Ten versus yeah, the lefties, yeah, the Kip. Uh, half a game half over Kip. Game. Yep, I don't think Dave would appreciate that. I don't think he that's going to be trouble because I don't know if Dave knows how to change the logo on his team <laughs> on the site. <laughs> that's bullshit. Yeah. All right, we done with hockey. Want to hear a little bit about hops this week? Hops. Welcome to Mike T's world of hops. This week Mike returns to the sea hops, not with Chinook, but with Centennial. <laughs> that, that is correct. Uh, Centennial is traditionally known as one of the three sea hops, even though if you add Chinook, uh, there, there, there are four sea hops. Uh, but or Centennial, Cascade, and Columbus are traditionally known as the three C hops. And, and Centennial is, uh, I'm actually surprised it's taken a, uh, several weeks to get to Centennial because it is the featured hop in my favorite beer uh, all around, and that's Bell's Two-Hearted. And it's also one of the hops in my favorite seasonal beer, and that's Sierra Nevada Celebration. Uh so it, it offers a really nice pine and citrus note. A lot of people get uh, a lot of people get grapefruit. I get a little more orange or orange rind, orange peel. Uh, some grapefruit. Uh, some people get lemon, but it it really has a nice citrus note to it, and it, it gives you that traditional kind of old fashioned West Coast IPA, piney, citrusy, bitter. Uh, better uh, combination. So I'm a huge fan. Uh, it's sometimes called, it's similar to Cascade. It's sometimes called a super Cascade because it has a little more uh, powerful citrus notes to it and pine notes to it. But it is, uh, it's, it's one of my favorites. Uh, I think that's really about it on Centennial. Again, Two-Hearted uh, Founder Centennial is, uh, is another popular uh, oh, Russian River Pliny. There you go. Yeah, do you know Founder if it's Centennial. in? Do you know if it's in Pliny the Younger? Did, did they ever talk about what's in Pliny the Younger? I don't know. Uh, I know they had to. They had to put off the release this year due to uh, 
shit what was of Pliny the Younger. Uh, I don't know. I can't remember if it was COVID or was there some kind of other natural disaster up up around that area this year? But uh, uh, they had they the they had the big fires up in yeah. twenty twenty. So that might have a well, yeah. But they don't grow any of the beer stuff. No, nah, no. It would it would have been something. It was a they built a new like, brewery. It was one of those tough decisions we had to we had to announce the delay of. It might just be. It might have just been COVID and not because I think they typically release it right around now, and um, and and so they decided to to hold off on it. But yeah, Pliny, I didn't even see that. That's cool. Uh, that's that's one of the one of the very popular IPAs, particularly out of California. So Russian uh, River Pliny the Younger was. I don't know what year it was because I was living. It was before we moved up to Northern California. It was it was voted best beer in the world or whatever, um, and it became they re- they they release it in usually it's February or maybe early March. They do real limited amounts, um, and all the beer people in the I don't say all of them, but a lot of beer people sort of would come to Santa Rosa, the the brewery and the the main tasting room was in downtown Santa Rosa um, on release morning, and literally you would line up like you would have done in the eighties for Rolling Stones concerts. You would get yeah. out there at two in the morning, one in the morning, get in line. Um, so when they opened the doors at nine, you could get in there and get a pint. Um, and, that's, and you had a one pint limit, sort of like you had a two ticket limit. Um, and it was always, and I did it one time. I did it in 2010 or 11, just to do it with some friends. And uh, it's just a party all night and what have you. It's, it's an interesting beer. I, I actually like Pliny the Elder better than I like Pliny, some of the Pliny of the Youngers that I've had. But um, every once in a while, Churchill's gets a keg of it here. They don't, nobody ever announces when they're getting it. It's like they just put it on and then word of mouth spreads around real fast that so and so has got Pliny on tap and then the bar gets crushed and the keg is gone in an hour. It's kind of an yeah. interesting uh, phenomenon. I, what kind I, of I, beer is that? Is that an IPA? It's a double IPA, yeah. And, um, and I, I've, I've heard people refer to it as Pliny as well. So I don't know. And, and Pliny slash Pliny was what it was a, a Greek, um, was it a Greek, uh, aristocrat or, or, uh, politician? Is that yeah. What I forget Pliny? what the, there you go. A Roman. Roman sorry, Roman. Okay. Yep. yep. And philosopher. Okay. Yep. Yeah, but he was—I was going to say—he was a—he was like a general or something like that. That's why he got famous. Yeah, I so did you, want to note. Um, aside from the the hops, I, d- I did do a little math, Dave. Uh, given your oh. your note yesterday. Yes. So that ninety-three thousand liters, I think it was, that are lost in beards. Uh, uh, just in Ireland, or just was it just in Ireland alone? I no, United Kingdom. United Kingdom, United Kingdom. Uh, so that would be equivalent to 790 barrels, which is about one third of what Dancing Gnome produces every year. So uh, the equivalent of one third of what Dancing Gnome produces every year is lost in beards uh, in, in the United Kingdom, apparently, if that number is accurate. So it's a triple IPA, plenty of the younger. What's the ABV on it? Is that like 10 plus? 10.25. There you go. I was curious if they had it because it's such a it's such a secretive thing. So about the recipe, so yeah, they don't say in here where the what hops are in it. I would think Centennial's got to show up. You would think, Mike. Not to put you on the spot, math wise, but <clears throat> so you got the number for the United Kingdom of beer yeah. lost in people's beards. Yeah, that's what, what you. Right? What would that be in America? Well, I, I don't know. What would it be in America? Yeah, yeah there, there's some math for you. Let's go. Talking, you, want, you want me to extrapolate? Is that what yes. you're saying? I want you to extrapolate. So so I, I'd say there are what, uh, Jack can, can look it up, uh, there are probably 40 to 50 million people who live in Britain, somewhere around 50 uh, million. It's 60, yeah, it's 50 or 60. Because I hear them talk about South Africa being slightly more populated like 63 million or something so and there's more people in south africa than the united kingdom yeah south africa is a really big country when people don't realize it i didn't realize it either until i started working with someone from south africa i I think the united states is at 320 330 ish 350 ish now 67 in the uk 
So let's let's round that up, or let's say, yeah, let's no, say no US rounding is, up. <laughs> let's say the U.S. is four four times that population. Five. I think, think we're five? like three three twenty three thirty. Yeah. Okay. So five times. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We might be closer to three fifty actually, or three thirty. All right. Three thirty. So here we go. Yeah. It's go time. Two, yeah. So yeah, five times the population, um, and and so that would be. What I say, 790 barrels, five times seven is it's 3,500 barrels. So that's about, yeah. If, if the beards of the United States were a brewery, uh, it, they would produce more Guinness than With any Viking, brewery. You'll get close Fucking to ads. Iconic landmarks. Fucking ads. <laughs> was going to be perfect. It was going to be perfect. Ad. Go ahead, Mike. No, that, that was it. I think I said it. Damn. Man, I have a lot of I have a lot of issue with this this math that Mike is using. So what are your objections, Glenn? I, I do not believe the UK population and the American population and the number of beers is, is accurate. You can't just say that the number of people in the UK that have beers is exactly the same as the number of people in the US. That's no, that's, that's a good point. I think there's that's much what higher I, proportion in the US. I, I didn't. Um, I was going simply by Dave's point to extrapolate. Glenn, you say more people in America have beards. Yes, I think. I think so. Now, why would? Why do you say that? Look at all the areas we have to live in this country versus the UK. A lot of, a lot of, a lot of land without. You know what? You ask and I deliver. <laughs> you ask and I deliver. Now, eighteen percent of the UK public as of two thousand seventeen had full beards. And what's what about America? Don't accept oh, cookies. Never accept cookies. I love cookies. Thirty-seven <laughs> percent at some. That's two thousand eleven. I oh, know two thousand sixteen. So forty. There you go. Forty-four percent of men in the UK. So, Mike, what do you think of the sixty-seven million in the UK? Are half of them men? Don't yeah, you would be careful. You would think that number would be somewhere between forty-eight and fifty-two percent. Yeah, we gotta get a little more precise in this math. <laughs> I agree. I, I think he's really kind of phoning the math in here. <sighs> really? <laughs> this is what this is the way you want to spend the podcast, me doing back envelope. This is the last I love of, watching people do math. And we <laughs> and we have no soccer to talk about, so we're keeping Glenn in the podcast all the way through. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I like how I like how Glenn's challenging it too. <laughs> I think I think Glenn, uh, given his dismay with the math and given that he's a IT guy and so I'm assuming you know, uh, ooh. hold on, go back, go back. There was, go, go back one, Jack. The men with beards in the U.S. 2000 Statista is awesome. This is fantastic. Uh, this is charts and everything. <laughs> cookies. You just allowed them. You allowed cookies. Look at, look at that. 33% always. This is 2017 too. This has gotten, this has gotten worse, not better. So. Well, that's more. about right for this podcast because of the four of us, Dave has had a beard, as I recall, um, sort of, kind of. No, you did, Dorn. Not a full beard. No, not a full beard, but you had a partial what? there for a while. Yeah, but, but to mop up the beer, I think they need a full beard. Oh, oh I would yeah. agree. I missed the yeah, whole Yeah, some of these partials don't really work. Right. Yeah, I would say that it's got to be relatively full in order to contain any kind of measurable quantity. Although yeah, I agree. little little dribbles in in uh, in stubble, you know that could add up over thousands of people. I'm assuming yeah. some of the women in Scotland have beards too. Oh no, there's no need to do well, that. Well, you're going to be able to verify for us here later this I year. I will. Right? I'll, I'll I'll absolutely verify that for yeah. you. Now, would you say in 2017 there were more hipsters then or now? <laughs> Definitely then. then. Yeah, absolutely yeah, then. That. Yeah, I'm thinking a lot of those dudes shaved and and unbuttoned their top button and yeah. but but unrolled COVID. their pants. Yeah, but think about COVID now. Now you're sitting at home working from home. Mm. It's really that much of a need to get shaved every day. Damn it, that's a good point too. Well, I'm going to follow a theory I I just developed. Deaths <laughs> uh, by hipsters. You think more hipsters I think, got COVID? Yes, I do think so. I think hipsters took a probably a bigger price than the rest of us. Now, why do you think that? What's your reason? They we're on a podcast, and I'm trying to come up with some shit to look up. 
Is is hipster a race ethnicity? Let's <laughs> say it's not. I, I don't remember answering to that one because I don't even know that you could find a definition of hipster. I'm sure you could find a definition, but is it okay to hate hipsters? That's, that's just wrong. Yeah, that's true. Well, that's the Guardian. It's got a beard. That's, yeah, that's a total hipster. Full beard. Right yeah, he's got glasses on. They cropped off the man bun. Smoking a blunt and uh, tatted up. Speaking of Mike, how many, Mike, the percentage of people that come into your brewery, how many are hipsters? Oh, boy. You know, so now you're using my definition of hipster. Like, I don't well, even know. How. Wait, do you have a different definition of hipster? What is what is the definition of hipster? I, you know, I thought they went out with, you know, with the Obama administration. I don't think they went out. I think there's still a pack of them out there. There's some for sure, but I think it's a dying breed. I, I think I agree. Oh, there we go. I think they, they got older and you know, now they're, they're trading Bitcoin and have a little bit of change. <laughs> and look at, let's look at these images of hipsters. Cause they all seem to have beards. Even the chick. We just got to find out. We just got to find out the population of hipsters and then we'll know the beard quantity. Google knows everything. Can, if you're a girl, can you be a hipster? Apparently. Uh, yeah. yeah, they probably don't have beards, but yeah. A person who follows, yeah, there we go. A person who follows the latest trends in fact, especially those regards. Oh. Hmm. Outside doesn't, the cultural mainstream. Doesn't that make them I like this define picture. the mainstream? Token glasses all the buddy. That's totally true. I never understood people <laughs> who wear glasses that are just glass. That didn't, I mean, for people like, We've been wearing glasses like my whole life. Why would you wear glasses if you didn't have to? To look smarter, I guess. But everybody who has glasses yeah. tries to find a way not to wear them. I I think we could probably look at the sales of PBR to to show the declining rate in hipsterdom. I think it's a fad that's died. It's it's dying, dying. Yeah, that's true. Oh, you know this guy, Dave or uh, Mike from Hipster McHops. We need to do that as a segment. I I don't know what the hell that's about. Uh, I know him. I know Adam. <laughs> I know Adam very well. He is hipster via Pakistan. Yeah, I don't want to let this very local in Pittsburgh know where I'm at. So is he? Is he work? Is he working? Adam's a good. Day. He works at Trace Brewing now. He used to write for Very Local though, and he used to drive the Porter. Beer, uh, beer tour bus or brewery tour bus. So very local writes about beer. He he wrote about beer for very local. Very local was a. I think they wrote. Uh, they did like cultural stories and stuff like that. And there's our founder and owner. He doesn't have enough tats to be considered a hipster. I don't think. Do you? He's uh, that that is an old old picture. A because we don't have that. Asteroid has a completely different um, label now. And B. <laughs> His arms are completely t- like that arm is completely tatted up. All right, so he's hipster then. Did, did you say that this guy, this this writer dude, drove the bus? Yeah, so, for, for, for Porter Beer Tours. Yeah. So, do you write for Vary Local, Mike? No, I I write for uh, Visit Pittsburgh, the oh, okay. official. I, I do the beer blog for Visit Pittsburgh. Why isn't there a link to that from the MHL webpage? Yeah, well, there's go. Well, we don't have a webpage <laughs> <laughs> from the CBS Sports line. You know, you can't put links up on the. Uh, wow, you know, fans actually probably can. Well, Mike, if we find one of your stories, I think you should read it for, on the podcast. Oh, that would be nice. Yeah, there's one right there. This one here. Yeah, you wrote this. Wrote yep. Go. So this is our first recitation of a published story on oh, the podcast. No, no, yes. no, we're not. No, no. Mike, famous authors have readings yes. all the time of bookstores. Uh, no, I'm, I'm not going to read this whole thing. It's, I'll it's, read it. it's already dated to it. This was from the fall. Uh, I sent him a new one January first. I'm surprised it's not up yet. Can I read it for you? Not. We don't have to do that. Do we? Can I re- can I read it in your voice and <laughs> can we? Can I have? Uh, can we have Murph read it? This is Harry from Murph, your official Moon Hockey League disembodied male British voice. Today we are going to read one of Mike T's most celebrated public works. First, a word about Mike. 
Mike T. is executive director of the Pittsburgh Brewers Guild, a group of over 40 breweries that call Allegheny County home. In addition to his role with PBG, Mike works the packaging line at Dancing Gnome Brewery in Sharpsburg. A Pittsburgh native, Mike graduated from the University of Pittsburgh and worked at PNC and Citizens Banks for 23 years before trading banking for beer. Mike has also developed an international audience for his weekly Mike T's World of Hops segment on the MHL Podding in the Corner podcast. Now, onto Mike's piece. Mike calls this piece, Untitled. This is the time of year when cinnamon and spice seem to make everything nice, particularly, a number of Pittsburgh brewed beers. Try the Jacked Up O'Lantern Stout from Roundabout, a coffee stout with notes of cinnamon, ginger, allspice and nutmeg. Pro tip, order this sipper while eyeing up colorful leaves and watching the tugboats churn up the Ohio River at the Roundabout pop-up beer garden on Oxline Street near the North Shore. And then halfway through, can I complain about my team scoring a lot of points in my team? <laughs> that sounded so weird. I just came in and it, you said it in your like sexy voice, like, can I read that for you? <laughs> well, Mike, Mike, so maybe you, yeah, right. So you can not read it verbatim, but you can say, try the jacked up O'Lantern Stout from Roundabout. Very high on the beer power rankings. It's underrated. It doesn't, you know, sell as much as it should. It doesn't, you know, but it's really good on the power ratings. You know, maybe. Well, 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 well. <laughs> Order this easy sipper while eyeing up colorful leaves and watching the tugboats churn up the Ohio River at the roundabout pop-up beer garden on Oxline Street near the North Shore. That's nice. Yeah, it is nice. That's nice. And that's the one that's staying in place, even though they're moving back to New Zealand someday? Yeah, exactly. The they're, so they're keeping the pop-up location, but the original roundabout brewery uh, in Lawrenceville, Hipsterville, is, uh, is uh, now no more. Wait a second. Is there a beer called Bok Bok? Yeah. <laughs> bok Bok. That's fun. How do you feel about gluten-free beers, Mike? They have their place. Um, I mean, a lot of people who are big beer fans, um, you know, develop uh, celiac disease. And so they want to have something. And so if you can do a good gluten-free beer and a, a piece to those folks, it's a niche market. So you're probably, you know, Oryx here in Pittsburgh that does all gluten-free beers they're not going to do well just selling in Pittsburgh or have a tap room that's, you know, um, with lines of people out the door, but they do direct to consumer shipping in 13 States now. And so that's kind of what they need to do to be successful. Uh, and their, their gluten-free IPA, hazy IPA won the, uh, great American beer fest gold medal and, uh, gluten-free beer category in 2020 so they're doing good beer does gluten-free beer taste like beer yeah yeah you you have to work at usually the lighter uh the lighter styles like a a light lager or a pale ale uh uh what's the other like a golden ale those ones are usually more on point when you start to get into deep like you're not going to do a double ipa gluten-free because double IPAs require a shit ton of malts to really pull out the flavors and gluten-free beers just can't mimic that. My wife asked, she, she has uh, she doesn't have a celiac, but her uh, celiac, but she can't drink uh, beer anymore. So we always look for gluten-free beers. There was one in Colorado place was packed. We went to a brewery. It was good, good beers too. I forget the name of it, but I, I give thumbs up to the, the gluten-free beers, Dave. They're, they're okay, good. so you've had them then? Yes. But would you wouldn't choose them over a normal beer? Uh, I tried Denise would drink not. that, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, I would not. But, okay. I mean, we, the, the brewery we went to in Colorado, I mean, I, I thought the beers were really good. And Mike's right. I mean, it can't really do, you know, the IPA was a little, it was okay. It wasn't great, but but the uh, the lighter beers are pretty good. Okay. So does the Mike, Brewers Guild have a podcast? Your- yeah, Dave, sorry. We don't have a podcast. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's something I've been thinking about for sure. I'm sure Jack would be there to help you out. Oh, that's yeah. right. Recover the cost of the MHL beat. podcast. That's right. <laughs> Mike, would you believe that before your hop segment, I didn't know there were different kinds of hops? Really? I thought hops were hops, like wheat. I don't know. Yeah. Mm. Never really thought about how you make beer. Yeah. 
Mike, did you really trade banking for beer? Is that what this says here? <laughs> well, you know, I guess figuratively and literally, yeah. Wise choice, my friend. Yeah. How many? So that says a group of 35 brewers. We're up to 45 now, so I asked them to update that. Yeah, I was wondering what the, what the count is now. Yeah. How, long, how long ago was that? So I, I started doing this in maybe it was like mid 2020, late 2020. So, uh, so in two years you added 10, that's pretty damn good. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we, we had 38 breweries in the last Pittsburgh brewery guide, which was distributed in April. And so just since April, we've added seven April of, uh, obviously 2021. Mike, I've been meaning to ask you a question. Do you have any interest in becoming an actual brewer? Not really. Why's that? It's a little late for that, I guess, to be really proficient. You know, it takes years and I'm, you know, I only got two more years left in this country, Dave. So <laughs> the shithole country. <laughs> they make they, they do make beer where you're going, apparently, too, you know. Yeah. <laughs> no, it I, I like being involved with it. I like writing about it. I like uh, working with the, you know, the, the, the people in the industry. And I always like learning more about brewing, but it's a, it's as well, Jack can tell you, he's homebrewed before and, and just making wine. It is a strenuous, stressful process and uh, not for the faint of heart. Mm, okay. I didn't, I didn't know Southern Tier was a uh, Pittsburgh area brewery. It's it's a Pittsburgh tap room. So they they have this is a you know a, a satellite location. Their original brewery or the main brewery is in Lakeville or Lakewood, New York. So just across the Pennsylvania border, up probably forty five minutes from Erie. Okay. You know, Mike, I I I think you should try it. I mean, you're right. It, you know, you're, it's not, it's not a young man's game. I mean, it just, it's, it's a time thing, right? Yeah. Um, if, you know, it's not how old you are, it's just whether you're willing to put the time in, especially, well, I mean, you gotta, it depends on whether you're, how much money you want to put into it too. It, it, yeah. The, have the you ever homebrewed? Yeah. I've, I've homebrewed with friends. So, so I don't have my own system, but I've homebrewed with friends. And so I can, you know, I know the, the process, um, but it, yeah, it, it, as long as you have that patience and the dedication and the time, um, it can be, it can be very rewarding. It can also save you money over the long term. I mean, you can probably brew a batch of beer for, you know, five gallon batch, you know, which is what two, like two and a half cases worth of beer. You can probably do for 13 bucks once you get all the equipment. Yeah, yeah. Once you have See, the Mike, upfront I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about you brewing at home. I'm talking about you brewing for one of these breweries. Yeah, learning how to do it and then doing it for them. Right. Again, like I probably could have had that opportunity at at, uh, at DG if I would have started, you know, soon after. If I would have like taken advantage of somebody on the brew team leaving and saying, "Hey, I really want to get into this," and you know, right. just showing the dedication, showing the learning, I probably could have done that already. And I just elected not to. Okay. Mike, can we maybe take a look at countries we want to send you to? <laughs> we'll, we'll take a look at places that I'd like to visit, and then we'll do a little math study on how many breweries they have, and then we'll, we'll pick there, and, and then we'll send you along the way. Uh, where would you like? Hold on. I might need a beer for that one. But where would no, 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 no. I, I think I need to do some math on this one. I'm not sure. I can... <laughs> and then we'll figure out how many of them have beards. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We can add beer to this. All kinds of equations. I need. I need to get some more uh, centennial hops here. So, so like when I bought my house, I had a, like a matrix of all these things that were important to me, like school districts, you know, uh, you know, area closeness and proximity, blah blah blah. So we'll we'll just make up this matrix again. It's getting a little bit higher level math, but. We'll add in number of breweries. So we're looking for lower concentration of breweries. That's a good sign. You know, I don't know. We'll have to add near a beach would be, you know, high on my priority. Uh, you know, I don't know what's on higher in your priority. You know, we'll ask you for one or two criteria as well. Maybe Dave will add a few of his criteria. Jack will add a few of his. I'm, I'm a water fan. I want to, I want to be near water for sure. 
So if we get, we, we put this matrix together, then we can sort of triangulate on a few places you can go move, move to that we're willing to come to. <laughs> or I just have this feeling that I'll end up like on the Adriatic somewhere. <laughs> That's not a bad thing. Well, make sure that, make sure you have the cup with you to take pictures of it. <laughs> Slovenia, <laughs> Slovenia uh, as you know, is, is a big hop growing region. So, yeah, is is safety high on your priority? <laughs> <laughs> Mike, you had always talked about getting in an RV and yeah. becoming an RV guy. Now, would you be an RV guy in a different country or in this shithole? So the, <laughs> the, the, the 2024 thought is, you know, start off the year down in uh, Australia and New Zealand because that'll be there, you know, towards the end of their summer. So spend, you know, six weeks or so Australia, New Zealand, then make my way over to Europe and hit Europe in the kind of spring beginning of summer. uh, And then come back here, say hi to folks and, uh, and get the RV and then head up to Canada and do like late summer through election uh, up in Canada. And then, you know, um, probably make my way back uh in in 2025 would you join the truckers in canada it <laughs> depends you know i'm for civil uh protests depending on what they're protesting here's another question for you mike because <laughs> i find you fascinating <laughs> have you had much to drink today because your energy level seems lower than yeah, i i'm not i'm not Okay. I hung out with my friend Jen today, and uh, and and we were we took a drive up to uh, Ohio and looked around at some places and went and had lunch. And so I was driving a lot of the a lot of the day, and this is my these are my first couple beers. But I do I feel a little tired. I feel like a little wiped out. Mm. I, I feel it. Your energy level is definitely low. Yeah, good call. I think, I think he's got COVID variant variant four. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm high yeah, top. He's in the lead. I'm high top the lead. <laughs> he just wants to take the lead in that standing. Yeah, he wants to win this year. He's like, I'm winning something, baby. The power <laughs> ranking. I, I didn't get boosted, Glenn, but I did have the original two because I wanted to be able to go to you know Canada. So I've actually had COVID injected in me twice, and and then I've caught it naturally twice. So yeah, you may be in the lead, actually. Yeah. You're you're yeah, one of the most immune people in the world. What's that? You're mo- you're one of the most immune people in the world. <laughs> what are you drinking, Glenn? Look good. Uh, that would be this. <laughs> <laughs> Not so good. It looked more golden than that. I thought it was, I, I thought you had like a nice gold pale ale. Maybe it must just be the lighting. Yeah, no, just a easy night tonight. I got a big day tomorrow for work. So, When are you heading down to, uh, to fix up the space in the OBX? Yeah, I'm, I gotta, I gotta connect with you on that and give you dates. Cause we were supposed to be right at, uh, was it Easter, right? You know, we were, we were our family is going to go just before Good Friday, and then I think like they were going to leave, and then I was going to stay from like Thursday through Monday. So I was going to tell you guys to come then, but now I'm finding out. That I think my daughter's uh, prom maybe that week. So now I'm like, all right, because I was planning on driving from there to Myrtle Beach, and then because I go down to Myrtle Beach the following week, I was going to work down there. So I make it earlier. We're trying to <laughs> still trying to figure it out. I'm actually, I just booked a trip for Scottsdale because my cousins do a golf outing around that time and, but they're doing it a week early. They usually do it the first week of May. This time they're doing it April 27th through May 1st. Okay. That's kind of, I think that's going to overlap with when you're probably going to be down there. That's that's actually what I'm in Myrtle that week, but the week prior, I I was, I may be there, but may not be there. So that's the part I got to figure out. So. I'll let you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, busy time. I was trying to get a trip booked to Alaska when my sister and her husband are going to be up there on a cruise. So I was going to fly into Juneau and hang out like at the time that the cruise was going to be there. And I'm, you know, I'm getting airfare, no issues, but then I'm trying to find a place to stay 
and I couldn't, there were like no hotels had any, any vacancies, Airbnb, nothing. I'm like, what the hell's going on? That just, I know Alaska's popular that time of year, but it can't be that busy. And here it's the same weekend as the Alaskan Ironman and oh. in, in Juneau. So you can't literally couldn't find a place to stay in Juneau. Jeez. My kid was just up in Alaska. She went up to Fairbanks a couple, oh, yeah. Sorry, yeah, a couple weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. So she, her and a friend were hoping to see the Northern Lights, and they didn't. But they went sled dogging and snowboarding and reindeer petting and all that kind of stuff. So January in Fairbanks was not. Uh, it was not a warm place. It was okay. It was pretty much dark twenty hours. So. I thought about giving her crap because I saw her out petting the, she had a picture on Instagram. Allie showed me petting the reindeer, but she had her mask on. I'm like, what are you doing? Take your mask off. She said everybody up there was there all outside and wearing masks. It's like, it was like 15 below. It's like, do you really think the virus is surviving (laughs) at 15 below? I have discovered that it keeps you warm. The virus does. No, the the mask. (laughs) And... (laughs) He would know the virus. <laughs> is it possible that Ramuski is far enough north that we could see the northern lights? It's probably possible. I don't know. It's, I got to check that item off my list. I bet you the. So you're still hopeful that we're actually going to do this, huh? I'm counting on it. Oh, hell yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm confident we're doing it. Okay. Hey, if something happens and you need an alternative, Nashville is, is in play. <laughs> Been there, done that. <laughs> Have not. Is, so I saw that Chris was coming to Barry. Is Chris coming the rest of the way or Chris, just the Barry? Chris is planning on coming the rest of the way. Oh, wow. So we got. So he picks six. up for Jerry. No, because Jerry dropped. So it's five again. Oh, Jerry dropped. I didn't know yep. that. Okay. Yeah, Jerry. Oh, I thought I mentioned that to you. Jerry dropped. Yeah. It seemed like he was going that way based on his one email. Yeah, he yeah, had sent like a thing out there. Turning in that direction. Yeah, yeah, he had sent a thing out. His his family wasn't happy with him going with what all was going on. So yeah, I mean, I get it. So let's see. I also don't get it. <laughs> do, do we have? I just saw the ad for Succession. Do we have Dave's feature this week? I I didn't ask Dave if we had a feature. He had a feature this week. I have a feature at all times. Dave, hold on. Can I guess? Whoa, that's interesting. Yeah, go ahead. Are you watching The Gilded Age? (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm not. Okay. Uh, But Patty will be. I actually enjoy, I saw the first episode just by happenstance and it it hooked me, so I watched it. She uh, watched Dalton Abbey which is by the same dude. And so I, it was on when I was in the room a few times and I was like, yeah, I mean, it's okay. Yeah. I I get it, but that's just not my cup of tea. I could see that. Yeah. All right. Plus the fact that, you know, it's HBO. So they're releasing one a week. Yeah. It's like, I need, you want to This is, you should. All right, here we go, Dave. This is, you should be watching this show featuring veteran TV producer and celebrity Dave Rhodes. Brought to you by Dancing Gnome Brewery. Oh, we're calling it what I'm watching, not what you should be watching. Well, I can change it. Why should I tell you what you should be watching? <laughs> How am I? And and I've got nothing from Dancing Gnomes. I was just gonna say I need I need to get you, I need to get you some beer and some some merch that you can wear during this segment. I think it's I, gonna I, be I have a question for you, Mike. We'll change it this to the Pittsburgh Brewers Guild. Here's a question. <clears throat> So when I drink IPAs, yeah, how can I put this? It affects my digestive system. And on the other end, the next day. Positively or negatively? Propulsive. Propulsive uh, <laughs> outflow from my body. <laughs> is there something about IPAs that affects a person so? And is it, you know we've taken a number of cross country trips together and judging by what I've seen from you, (laughs) (laughs) it seems like IPAs may cause a person to crap a lot. 
So here, here's what I think it is. Uh, I, I guess it's a combination of a bunch of things, but I do, I noticed that if I go four or five days without drinking, I've got the best, smoothest, uh, BMs around. It's like easy going. <laughs> it's like back when you were a kid and you actually ate right and didn't drink, you know, like it, it was those kind of BMs. The, I think the alcohol and the, the carbonation, the alcohol and the, uh, and, and the, uh, carbohydrates create this alchemy of gassy, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Gassy, liquidy, not fully developed intestinal, yeah, intestinal storms. It's IPAs for me seem yeah. to be a very targeted. Well, I, uh, part of the reason with because IPAs are typically a little higher ABV. You know, your average IPA is going to be between six and seven point five percent, and so you do a handful of those. It's like drinking, you know, a dozen. Uh, uh, Miller lights, Miller like, lights, right? Like, like Glenn is cheating on us with. You drink a Miller Light, Glenn? I am. I'm going light tonight. Mm-hmm. So last night I had Miller Light. <laughs> I had four of them. <laughs> that's my that's my go to beer when I need to drink light. Yeah, it's it's like water. Yeah, you no, know, beer flavored water. Get given the content that we're throwing out here, I'm just amazed that we only have 15 followers. <laughs> well, it's gonna be fewer after an hour of this. Well, nice. That'll, that'll draw them in. I was gonna say it's gonna be fewer after we spend an hour on fucking my life. Good. 